0: the casual swim.
1: So yeah, you guys have known each other for a long time now. What was it like growing up together? Well, we were next door neighbours. Okay. And our parents are good friends,
2: and so yeah, we've just grown up knowing each other.
0: Just I don't know. Kieran's a permanent fixture in my life, you
1: know. So you guys are good friends, also. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's spawned from growing up together and being next door neighbours. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just always lived, especially when we were younger, in the same area of London and. We would hang out, our parents would hang out. It was just like families that
1: were around each other all the time. He's kind
0: of an extension of the family. He's an extension of your family. Amazing.
1: Um, So going from that point and I guess being almost like an extension of each other's family to working together creatively... What, what was that like? Had you worked together in the past or was this the first project that you guys have done together? No, this is the first one.
0: Apart from, I think I tried to uh, sing in your band for one day. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah <laughs> we so
0: you were ringing. <laughs> to, yeah. yeah. We it wouldn't have work. called
2: anything like a project. <laughs> then, though, <you> know? okay. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, but it was really easy to work together. And we didn't really need to discuss anything. It was just really symbiotic.
1: Did you guys see any other sides of each other that you hadn't seen before? Or was it like your professional side or your work side? I didn't even
2: think about it, it as work or anything. It was yeah. just kind of like, oh, you know, Anna's doing this
1: exhibition and she yeah. wants to do music with it. I was like, okay then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess growing up in your household and you guys are two amazing artists, do you think your talents were nature or nurture or a combination of both? For important? me, like all my
2: family, pretty much all my family's in education. Mm-hmm. That was the sort of background I grew up with around. And I suppose, yeah, every, everything was, you know, it was a pretty positive upbringing. Everything was <laughs> yeah. encouraged, you know, definitely weren't being told to not do creative things or.
1: You know the family will be here tonight and they're gonna be proud yeah, yeah. so are both your family's gonna be here tonight yeah. Yeah. okay yeah. just on that when I was doing some readings around this it was around the loss of your father mm-hmm. um and is that was that another factor that brought you guys into this and how did that transcend into the artwork and the music that you guys have created uh, we'd already we were already doing the project before all that happened it was just
2: like you know it's just one of those heavy live things and it was good, actually, because we were in contact a lot and because we were working on this thing and then we were both going through something very intense and probably nice to have something else to, you know, help us have other stuff to talk about as well, you know?
0: Yeah. It's something that you can't really orchestrate that, you know. it was, It's was just go, the work happens, but also life happens. They They exist alongside each other, so... You know, you're not making work about your life, but you can't stop it coming into the work, and
3: um,
0: yeah, just mm. just happened very naturally. And um, you know, me and Kieran, I think, can communicate with each other because we haven't, because um, we've grown up together, and we kind of communicate symbiotically without words often. So mm-hmm. the music and the painting just felt.
1: from a production standpoint how did it work in terms of did you create the art and then you sent it to kieran or was it well i've
0: been listening to you know kieran for for decades now (laughs) Um, and i was listening to music more and more in the studio and it was becoming like a really intrinsic part of the work like i'd Be in my car, be listening to lots of um, music on the way, and it became kind of quite a physical thing to paint and listen to music and dance and be very present in my body. So, um, I guess you know, the music, Kieran's music, and all music came came was a kind of a starting point. Then I think I don't know. I, I sent some images to Kieran quite early on, and then he'd ping something back, and and I'd always be surprised with what he. He, he responded
1: pleasantly surprised or
2: just surprised yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and anna had, she'd spoken to me a bit about some of the things that she was we would both all the music we'd heard when we were teenagers and like that and the first track of the three is the first thing that i made and initially the old version of it was more had like different drums on and was more influenced by like jungle and stuff like that and it was a b- bit more of a like throwback sort of teenage stuff we were talking about and it came out kind of different in the end but that was my i was thinking about the stuff that anna was going on about music that we'd grown up on and i was also thinking about her listening to stuff in her headphones while she was painting first thing I made was for that and then the other stuff second one I made was much further into the project when I'd seen more of the images and had more of a feel for it. one was done really close to the end because once i'd seen how the whole thing was kind of wrapping up i was suddenly like oh we need this the music needs this one other mood as well and i decided to make something very mellow to go with the other two things because all the conversations at the beginning were all like rave you know and this is like it was about <laughs> yeah. a, a lot and stuff like that and that was what i was thinking about most but then i was like i need there's another side to this i just and i'd only worked that out in the end
1: I guess you've chosen Elephant West as your gallery of choice. Uh, was that a conscious decision or was that just because it was uh, an easy option? We turned down everybody else. They were all <laughs> coming
2: to us. And then in the end,
1: they were. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> they were the most professional to deal with. So Yeah. Um, it's really interesting because uh, just talking about the art world in general, I feel like this one is quite open to lots of different types of people. So, was that a consideration for you guys in terms of you didn't want to just play? Or do you show it like a wanky high-end uh, gallery space as such, or is that something that you didn't consider? I mean, this is—it's more Anna's show in terms of yeah, that
2: element of it. She had the show in place first and everything, and then brought me in.
0: It came off the back yeah. of winning um, the Griffin Art Prize, and, and I think you know the way I like to work is, and I think the way Kieran likes to work yeah. is, um, you know, just just through connections with people. You know, things have got to. Feel right, um, and you know the friendship, and this project. Just things came together, you know, at the right time.
1: Yeah. Um, so now that you guys are at the top of your respective industries, what advice has uh, has Is this the top? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> this is it. I guess <laughs> it. You can't get, this is the, you've reached the ceiling. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in a, in a way, um, <laughs> what advice has have you been given as a kid that you'd pass on to the next generation? Um, so like a <gasps> seventeen year old uh child sitting in hackney who's either an aspiring painter is there something that's been told to you that uh shares with other people
2: i don't think there's any rule
1: particularly yeah like there's no like soundbite
2: that i think and everybody's different you know people need to do their thing somebody might need to go and hide away from everything to make their best stuff and somebody else might need to go and socialize frantically to the i think it's better that everybody
1: does everything in different ways mm-hmm.
0: listen to your body listen yeah. to your body yeah
1: um so speaking about the loss of your fathers and whatnot was this kind of a th- therapeutic process in terms of you guys being good friends and working together and creating something that was a bit separate from uh just having to deal with the loss
2: i mean i don't know i've never experienced anything like it before it was mm-hmm.
3: just,
2: i think like anna was saying earlier like life just goes on you know like you you're working on something and life's happening to you at the same time and you know like I'm of course, like anything I've found where I'm around close friends and family and you know anything that's bringing us together is good.
0: I mean I got to be in a room by myself and cry and dance so you know but that's that's separate from the work but um, you know being a painter is quite privileged because you can be on your own with your thoughts you don't have to
1: answer lots of wanky
0: emails so mm-hmm. you
2: know, yeah. so. what's therapeutic for me is knowing that you know our fathers would be so proud yeah. of what's going on that's uh they,
1: like they knew about the collaboration before right yeah, yeah.
2: and to, like if you know it, if they were here they would both love that this was happening you know yeah. and so i feel that's a very good feeling i know that we're like doing them justice, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like by getting on with it and by doing something like this. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So there was a digital visualization on that, As, um, what, was the, what was it like working with analog and digital? Was that something that you, was that your work?
0: Yeah, well, um, I, I collaborate, collaborated with an animator, and mm-hmm. again, it kind of happened really organically. Um, I would noticed after some, some studio visits with some really excellent people that, you know, when you listen to the music and you look at the paintings, there was some kind of movement that would happen. And mm-hmm. you know, why I really wanted to work with Kieran is, you know, music is temporal, so it forces people to stand up in front of the painting for longer. And you know, sometimes people struggle with access to painting, and you know, it's you need that temple moment mm-hmm. and um, and it just came out through again a series of uh, serendipitous moments I met this animator who just happened to be a really good bloke
3: mm-hmm.
0: and could visualise what I was asking him to create for me and it, you know over a series of drinks and good <laughs> chats that, yeah. that came about
1: um, yeah do you think the mediums of visual and audio are uh, intertwined because uh, I, I know from doing some research on you Karen, that some of your shows are really lo-fi in terms of your Brixton shows and then you do other shows with like hundreds of thousands of lights. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, are the mediums interconnected and in your perspectives, how so?
2: Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's all different experiences. I, anybody, you can listen to a record in complete darkness uh, and you can mm-hmm. listen to a record whilst you're like driving through the mountains and you might have really different experiences, you know, and I think for me, I'm quite interested in changing things up quite a lot it's nice to do an event one day and be like all right let's all be in darkness today mm-hmm. and then it's also nice to do an event and be like let's be covered in light yeah. <coughs> or, you know just and it's nice to be like let's listen to the music in a mm-hmm. room
1: full of paintings you know or it's, it's nice to just offer these different experiences interesting um do you think technology as it develops in like 10 to 20 years time the importance on, like, analogue and physical paintings will be important as opposed to just pure digital exhibitions?
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, I studied in the 90s at St. Martin's, and we weren't allowed to paint then because it was all over for painting. Painting was dead, mm-hmm. and we, we were meant to be making video installation. And I think, you know, 15, 20 years on, painting feels much more vital to me because it, it brings so many things together you know, um, and what it means to kind of exist in the world so, so no I don't think it, painting's always dying you know it's, <laughs> yeah. it's been dead so many times and it's, but th- there's a very human quality I it. guess they
1: were saying the same about vinyl at some stage as well they were saying that vinyls were on a decrease and then it's been a resurgence so I wonder if the same is with the painting I guess
2: yeah. vinyl's just a format though you know it's just like a way of presenting the thing i think the more technology you've watched technology music from the like 50s to say the late 90s change music so unbelievably radically over a mm. period of time and and it's kind of stopped now now the technology doesn't make any difference to music anymore and music's kind of dead in terms of its development so whereas paintings had long long time to like anna saying to go up and down through that
1: all the time I, I asked all artists this and i don't mean to scare you but um how do you want your artwork to be remembered um, accurately <laughs> <laughs> accurately <laughs> i'm a control freak
2: i'm an archivist you know <laughs> uh,
0: i don't give a shit and it doesn't give a shit
1: okay thanks guys <laughs> thanks Keselson. <being> <laughs>
4: all that ha-
3: Het moet echt